you're tuned into the broadcast cuz we're gonna be I was an engineering student and uh, I used to study computer science and uh, most of the stuff that was being taught there didn't uh, you know make uh, much sense to me it kind of did make sense to me because uh, you know I did uh, clear the exams got through engineering but it wasn't really something that I could uh, you know have put uh, my heart and soul into and uh, I wanted to channelize my creativity like I wanted an avenue uh, where I could put my heart and soul into so I channelized my creativity by doing you know some kind of startups while i was in college i was i, was, I started working you know i started a couple of startups of my own uh, helped uh, other startups while uh, i was still in college i was in manipal so they offer you an incubation chamber where we had an office uh, space there so yeah i mean that that's uh, how i you know started channelizing my energy so about one year uh, one one and a half year down the line when i wanted to you know like grow just i always used to see this facebook ads manager uh, like most the, it was a b2c uh, startup and the only way to reach out other uh, people was facebook and social channels and i always used to see this uh, facebook uh, boost button on posts and uh, i almost like i never had a credit card so you know i used to go i used to just see like i used to play with it and uh, see the various kind of targeting options that it would throw at me so I, I I always wanted to you know get into that for one fine day I get my mom's credit uh, credit card and I plug it into Facebook and I start an ad for something and I see okay this is working out well this was you know no way back in I think 2013 14 or 15 I can't really pinpoint on the year so yeah I mean you know I eventually like you know taking a jump in the story and I'll tell you where what I started doing with the ads I started selling events I started selling events online as in uh, I started hosting like? events and selling tickets online. So uh, I was working on a mental health startup so okay. the events were uh, you know uh, some uh, somewhere around uh, storytelling where people who have mental health issues would come and form a, some kind of a support group and story tell about uh, their experiences and all. So I started hosting this at Bangalore then it it was you know quite uh, a success it was very profitable you know it, given the cost of everything that is the ads as well as the logistics as well as uh, everything like you know we we still ended up making some profit i was like okay interesting uh, but bangalore was a, a ba- you know a base where i had friends and family so i was like okay maybe you know this worked out but then i took up a challenge i decided that i'm not going to do events at uh, the same place again so then i started choosing a place like mumbai where i had, where i knew no one and i the only marketing that happened was you know via ads and mumbai started to be one of the most uh, successful events then we did this with delhi then bhubneshwar then kolkata then pune then hyderabad hyderabad again you know outdid every other event there were like about 150 people we knew no one 
they all came in via ads. So we ran, I started running campaigns, and I was like, okay, this is crazy, crazy stuff. And I was still in college, I was still in Manipal uh, back then, and I realized, dude, the ability to be sitting in my dorm room and uh, you know using ads as a medium to sell anything anywhere across the world is crazy. Then uh, you know I moved on to drop shipping stores. Uh, this was uh, when fidget spinner uh, you know was a thing. Yeah. And uh, I, we set up uh, a friend of mine and uh, we we set up a drop shipping stores. Uh, made a few thousand dollars on it. Like we used to get uh, fidget spinners off uh, AliExpress and uh, use Oberlo to uh, you know do the inventory management like online virtual inventory management and put it on Shopify and run ads on it. So yeah, I mean this is what journey was. And then right after that, uh, you know, Avalon uh, began. Uh, if you know Varun Maya, uh, CEO, yeah. he yes. is from the same college as uh, mine. Was two years senior, and uh, you know, by the time I graduated, I uh, I was uh, like, uh, since I was already doing something in mental health, and Varun was planning something in mental health as well. That is Calm India. So that's when Calm India happened, and uh, you know, I joined Calm India. As, uh, you know, I helped with marketing of it and the making of it. Uh, the entire production was headed by me. Uh, I, you know, stepped in as a co-founder in Calm India. Then everything, you know, the things moved forward. While Calm India, Calm India was happening, Avalon uh, came into being. So I joined Avalon uh, as well. And uh, you know, the, I mean, that that's where I am. The last two, two, two and a half years have been Avalon. That's what my journey is. Okay. What would you suggest to the youth who is thinking like who is who has just completed twelfth? And is is having two options is one to do MBA or to do engineering. So what would you suggest? So I think you know, someone who's completed that well, they would be looking at bachelors. Uh, you know, uh, where do we? What, what kind of a college uh, should I go to? Uh, what kind of what degree should I pursue? But I think, in my opinion, you know, it doesn't really matter what kind of degree you pursue. It does matter what kind of college you go to. Not because of uh, you know the reputation attached with the college and the faculty with, with the college. I think it's all similar everywhere. No one uh, you know teaches well unless you're in the IITs or the IIMs. So focus more on the community, the kind of connections that you end up making uh, you know while you're in college because that 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 uh, determines everything. The kind of people that go to that college is uh, what should be the number one determinant because you're not going to college to study. Uh, that might sound a little counterintuitive, but you're not going to college to study. You're make you're going to college to network and make connections, and probably you know build a team for future or build some very 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 crucial relationships that'll uh, help you out in your career and your life going forward. Because this is the time you build real connect uh, real connections. And second thing is aim to go into a college that's not uh, in your uh, hometown. Like step out of home, step away from your parents. How important do you think is networking? Like even after college, how important you would give to networking with like in events or in various types of meetings? And even if you're like suppose somewhere out, but you know that this person has done this X Y thing, and you really like that. So, what importance do you give to networking? What important do I give to networking? We do. What is networking? Networking is you meeting different people to, you know, potentially form a business relationship. You know, potentially help each other out in some professional way. So that is what networking is. You're uh, making connections. Networking is the better done. Uh, uh, so LinkedIn is a networking platform, but networking networking is better better done uh, offline because you know there's a crazy vibe to it uh, if you. Are uh, you know face to face crazy and more stronger you know vibe to it. You are more likely to you know radiate uh, 
a trustworthy vibe if you were meeting person in meeting the per- person in person face to face so yeah networking is indeed important because dude that since i've defined networking in a certain way if you are uh, looking to go anywhere in life there are always people attached to wherever you want to go you have to navigate through social relationships yeah. you have to navigate through social dynamics have, what does that mean you have to navigate through people at different barricades right people are get people to different opportunities people are authorities if you can navigate your way through people i mean that that's all that matters and networking is you know is the playground where you learn how to navigate and form connections that can lead you to other connections so like uh, as you previously told me about uh, you started a shopify store around fidget spinners so how were you able to sell the spinners like as you said you bought it from aliexpress so yes. if you are targeting people in india hmm. it really takes like 28 to 30 days to just ship in india so how did you manage that all i didn't sell to india uh, number one most of my customers uh, found, were from uh, either uh, you know central europe or europe and canada yeah that's where uh, most of my sales were done i didn't even go to us either so yeah uh, i think people are okay with it you just let them know you know that uh, this is the time uh, that will take to get the you know receive the product and at that time i didn't think so you know delivery time uh, obviously it mattered but it didn't matter much because i was offering uh, free shipping uh, and uh, like at least you know the price included the shipping cost so i could advertise that these are being shipped for free and the pad was so strong and the trend was so strong that people just couldn't you know wait to have one in their hands so it didn't cause me much problems but in the long run it wasn't a sustainable business uh, we made some quick money out of it and uh, i mean you know neither of us wanted to continue it for long it was a nice experiment that we were running on the side so yeah it was like we made about i think uh, 6 or 7000 dollars out of it in revenue so if you look at it look at the profits which included ads and everything i mean after excluding ads and everything uh, i think it was around 50% profits yeah it wasn't a long term gig but i didn't face uh, we just rode the wave dude there was a wave around uh, we just right. kind of rode it very well will you suggest this thing to like uh, ones who are having holidays and stuff like that in a, in a young age shall be they trying this thing so why not dude there's there's absolutely nothing stopping you and uh, so this is something i keep thinking to myself in every business you know i have to find all these uh, e-commerce companies most of the e-commerce companies what are they doing they're doing drop shipping only right the supply yes. they don't they don't supply anything they don't manufacture anything they distribute everything so everyone's in the business of distribution what is drop shipping you are taking the inventory from someone in china or whatever you aren't really managing the inventory yourself you don't have your own uh, you know warehouses but uh, you are just plain old you uh, you in the plain old distribution business so distributing when you understand that you know distribution is most critical uh, aspect of a business then learning digital marketing uh, you know uh, like has uh, i mean you start looking at digital marketing with uh, much more respect because all that digital marketing is about is distribution so the sooner that you can get your hands into it it's great I got my hands into it when it wasn't uh, you know as competitive a space long back when uh, you know all ads were profitable right now it's you have to struggle to actually uh, you know get your ads to be profitable you have to master the conversion rates and all of that so I got in there uh, you know very early I tasted uh, tasted the drug and uh, you know I got that it and then I kept mastering it but sooner that you can get into it it's uh, 
the better it is because things are going to get tough and uh, this is a very very critical skill to master if you are uh, you know wanting to be a businessman or uh, an entrepreneur because distribution is the name of the game okay and like uh, first uh, long before i had a belief that only thing which matters is your product and marketing and sales it will automatically dry up to your product but now when i'm looking to the, these things like marketing and sales and getting when you do when i'm doing it in reality i find that marketing and sales is really essential so would you like to shed some light over so do the i mean uh, you know uh, i've been i am an engineer and uh, although i didn't choose that as my profession i uh, you know uh, I, i got into digital marketing uh, way before i graduated i see my uh, course mates uh, and you know my uh, peer group and uh, you know people uh, who are i mean i see other engineers as well they are making products and believe product is everything you know like build it and they will come or build a good one and they will come yeah. this, this is a saying that goes you yeah i mean build a nice product and they will come no one just comes by themselves in fact if you look at uh, the products that fail uh, products don't uh, really fail because uh, you know it's a bad product products mostly fail because uh, the founder or the owner of the product failed to communicate its value in the right messaging uh, to the right audience at the right time in with the right channel and this is distribution so products don't fail inherently because they're a bad product they fail because they have not been communicated well and distributed well and with internet when you're distributing it it's a two way channel you always get feedback you know from your uh, early adopters or uh, you know first uh, uh, few beta testers so once that happens you will always be able to improve your product it's not really as much about the product as it is about how you're communicating the value okay and do you think like if you are not having the right marketing team or you don't have the right people working for you for the sales and marketing that mm. can be one of the potential reason your startup or the company is failing i think uh, when you're starting uh, uh, you know a startup distribution slash sales distribution is you know b2c like distribution is what you can uh, uh, say is uh, kind of sales in b2c context and in b2b it's pure sales so this is something that uh, should be led by the founder himself because no one understands the product and the vision better than the founder and initially in the initial days it should be it should all directly come from the ceo instead of you know the ceo hiring an agency or hiring a, who is say sales team or a sales guy or if the if you are hiring a sales guy the sales guy better be well incentivized to get you the sales you know as in he should have equity in the product or he should get direct uh, incentive on every sale that he brings in that could be the digital market as well you know if you if you're a b2c company so yeah but ideally let the founder lead it let the ceo lead it okay and like how much planning is required to deploy the right ad like suppose if it's a video so how much you should be stressing on the creation of the video to exactly target your audience and it's stuff like that related to marketing like the online marketing using social media so it doesn't really take much time to get an ad live what it takes time is to uh, you know, what really takes time is testing so how we plan our campaigns uh, is uh, so we have uh, i'll tell you how we spread our uh, 
marketing budget yes. about uh, 40% uh, of the budget uh, goes into acquiring new customers acquiring new customers as in uh, you know uh, brand awareness ads running 40% of the budget is spent on cold audience entirely cold audience the audience that has never heard about us and uh, 50% of the budget goes into remarketing remarketing is people who either bought from us or people who heard of heard about us or people who uh, you know known us in a certain way so we uh, spent 50% of our ad budget there so this is 40 plus 50 remaining 10% goes into testing creatives testing videos yes. testing our message so we keep testing this is we call it uh, you know the word i've learned from uh, this famous facebook marketer called uh, devesh mandaria we call it the graduation thing you spend uh, you know limited amount of uh, money on uh, you know certain bunch of creatives and you keep a threshold yeah. metric uh, and so so once the creative or the audience or uh, you know the targeting crosses that threshold then you say it's graduated and then you pull it to either 40% uh, you know wala segment or uh, 50% wala segment and like how much you think is the traditional method efficient compared to the digital one what like, is the traditional method uh, like uh, i mean uh, flyers and those television ads do i think that they they don't i mean they the roi there is very very uh bad i don't think you should invest this is not that is not the first thing you should uh, go into when you are uh, starting out maybe if you are uh, a big company like uh, you know cred uh, or uh, we work then you can go for uh, holdings and all like netflix does but they're more for brand awareness and you know they they should come at a very later stage when you the whole world is your market for netflix every the whole world is their market i mean you can again you know uh, do some analytics on uh, whiteboards and billboarding not whiteboards the billboards uh, by seeing what traffic uh, comes to which road and uh, what is around that road is it a tech park so maybe techies would come to that road so you can do all of that analytics there as well but that comes at a very very late stage i don't recommend that to startups startups i mean <laughs> at least uh, until you've raised uh, you know 30 40 million dollars so maybe see after series c talk about it that's not right now Right. I mean, it's not so, a, an early stage or a series A guy. So, uh, like uh, as I as you know, I I put up question as a widget on my Instagram. So I would also put some uh, questions from there. Like, what will be your top three marketing tips? Top three marketing tips. Okay, that's kind of a vague question. But top three marketing tips uh, for right now is uh, okay. I'll tell you what's on my head. Number one, start your ads with uh, uh, a pattern interrupt. go and google what a pattern interrupt is and always find a way to include a pattern interrupt in your ad whether it is a creative ad i mean you know an ad creative or uh, a video always have a pattern interrupt what is a pattern interrupt uh, really end up doing pattern interrupt uh, interrupts it, it actually comes from nlp it's a neuro linguistic programming concept and it uh, what it does is it makes you stop scrolling and pay attention So right now we, you know, we're living in a very noisy world. Pattern interrupt makes you helps you break through the noise. It uh, breaks the, uh, you know, monotony or the consistency that with the which the prospect is scrolling through their feed. So number one is pattern interrupt. You know, the moment you put pattern interrupt in your uh, creatives or videos, you will automatically see uh, CTR going up. CTR is the click through rate that goes up. So that would be one. Number two. look at uh, marketing as uh, you know more of uh, so uh, right now it's become a mix of 
so, uh, uh, earlier on you know when uh, there used to be newspapers and all there people didn't have very many analytics there was no concept of retargeting uh, as such right right so now you can retarget you can retarget people who engaged with your previous ad so keep use your marketing as uh, okay uh, let me tell you what happened in the newspaper days there was no retargeting so one ad is all you bought and that was that was called uh, direct response marketing where one ad is all you got and you either convert or you don't so people used to you know yes. encounter a click through rate or, there wasn't a click through rate back then because you can't click on a newspaper but people used to encounter conversion rate wise i don't know maybe around 2 to 8% and you know one ad is all they got but today you can retarget people so take people on a journey you know roll out a first ad that uh, aims to introduce yourself uh, once you know some people have consumed that ad the people who've consumed that ad retarget them with something else and go with the you know approach in mind that the person already knows me because you've already introduced and you're retargeting a very specific crowd right so aim to build a relationship over multiple ads you know by showing them uh, a systematic sequence of content at different uh, stages if you watched video 1 only then will you see video 2 so make a relationship that way you don't have to just go you know uh, the do or die way you You, now you have the opportunity with digital you have the opportunity to, to actually build a relationship so use retargeting very well because that's where most of the conversions happen and you know aim to build a relationship and then uh, you know aim uh, to build trust with that person aim and then uh, you know then ask him to buy your shit number 3 i don't know number 3 let's think about what is number 3 number 3 number 3 uh, learn how to scale yeah think go haywire when you scale uh, campaigns so we have a very very nice uh, framework for uh, when we scale our campaigns you know when you scale what i mean by scaling is okay now you've mastered you know you you've run your small small scale experiments uh, you've figured out what works around crowds but now you have to right. pump more budget and you know get more results to get more results you have to pump more budget but when you pump more budget a lot of shit breaks loose things go haywire on ad platforms on facebook or google wherever you're going so learn how to scale and how to scale is uh, you know something that comes by experience however uh, we out of our experience we've made a chart and uh, you know that helps uh, people uh, i mean that helps our team uh, navigate to the actual breakpoint we diagnose what actually went wrong so that we can fix it i think i can share the chart with you and you can share it, share it with your crowd that'll help i mean that chart in itself uh, has come out of uh, you know burning our fingers burning our hands uh, we lost a lot of i mean we burnt a lot of money okay. and uh, made a lot of mistakes in order to you know come to that chart and uh, we hence we call it uh, the risk mitigation chart so that uh, you know going forward uh, every risk can be eliminated because now we know what all can possibly go wrong so it has i think over 10 things that can possibly go wrong uh, at scale and how to uh, diagnose them and how to fix them as well yeah these would be my top 3 things this these are the kind of problem statements i work on day to day on a day to day basis here okay and like uh, as you said about uh, pattern interrupt like what would be the right pattern interrupt for the audience like do you have to research on the type of audience you have in your niche or it can or there it can be a particular like uh-huh. Okay, guys. So over here, the audio club got fucked up because of network issues. But uh, I'll tell you what I had asked Abhinav and what he gave answer to me is, I asked him what is the best type of pattern interrupt or like is it generic or you have to do research on it. And he told me that it is generic one, which is like a thing which pops out in front of the crowd 
to your, towards the your audience so that they listen to it and he shared me a video and uh, like about the best pattern like like the good pattern interrupt you can get and uh, you can get the pattern interrupt and the risk mitigation file on my instagram post so you can head over there and find both of the things and like all the documents which we talked about uh, in this episode so let's continue do that uh, so you need to see you know there is uh, there are mannequins kept in the background and this lady just uh, you know pops up from the bottom so it did kind of gets i mean kind of gets scary for some people or <laughs> unexpected so okay. that, that, that's a clear example of pattern interrupt maybe you can uh, put this link in your uh, podcast as well if a person wants to start a digital marketing agency what shall he do learn number one learn uh, how to have a clear understanding of digital marketing so that you can sell and train your team uh, number one that second is uh, don't you know all continue training yourself start making videos uh, or you know start writing books that you can hand over to your new hires so that you can you know do the knowledge transfer in a more uh, seamless way uh, before without always uh, you know indulging there yourself so that you can scale fast so hire correctly and sell correctly work with clients uh, that are not as toxic so that means don't work with uh, toxic clients learn how to say no to clients don't uh, offer yourself uh, at a very cheap price in order to command new pricing you got to hire new talent hire the right talent in in order to you know in order to make more money you have to hire uh, expensive talent and to hire expensive talent you got to make more money so it's a vicious circle unless you start doing either of them you can't uh, you know do the other one so the easiest thing to do is uh, start by charging more money that so that you can afford uh, you know good talent goes that way continue going that way yes so your suggestion for a top tier procrastinator who is willing to be an entrepreneur a top tier pros procrastinator who's willing to be an entrepreneur i yes. don't know try multiple things start uh, figuring out what uh, you enjoy doing and uh, you know start doing it yourself start making a product or start selling your service start as a, i mean if you're selling a service start as a freelancer or if you're making a product build it yourself get a few friends interested in and choose an industry that you're interested in not really an industry but choose an activity that you like doing and you have some clarity in if you can't find anything then start uh, you know uh, interning for people for free uh and you know uh explore until you figure out uh, the kind of skill that you want to pursue or the kind of industry that you want to build something in how to get a b2b clients how to get b2b clients cold emails and linkedin yeah cold emails and linkedin and i think i've written uh, a complete white paper on cold emails so you can come to my instagram profile and you know read 27 pages of it i guess that's that's the number of pages yeah yeah, yeah it's really helpful like i'm starting to use those tips given over there in my cold emailing okay uh, moving on to the next thing mm. just give a quick overview about avalon's meta education program so avalon's meta education program is a digital college is uh, going to be teaching you the real skills that we use on a day to day basis the people who are teaching there are people who apply these skills on a day to day basis they're not your professors who uh, you know 
who don't even know what's happening in the industry they're not working on a day to day basis they're just teaching so there's a big gap we're aiming to close that gap uh in a fun way in a you know team play way uh we inspired our platform uh, our platform takes inspiration from dota and fortnite varun himself has been the product manager here he's built some you know uh, products that have uh, been valued at over uh, you know millions and millions of dollars and we raised over millions and millions of dollars so something good is coming there it's going to be gamified education gamified education uh, for uh, you know gamified professional education that's what it is okay and uh, when will when will it be released for us to visit and learn from there i think uh, as per the current roadmap uh, it'll be live in about 2 months or less i can't give you a short short date but uh, 2 months or so we should be good to go okay uh, so thank you abhinav for being on this podcast the help you gave was really awesome and i hope my audience and i also have been benefited a lot with this because i am also trying to do some shopify and stuff mm-hmm. and like it gave me just an insight about how it is and like how we are doing all the marketing and the planning stuff about the advertisements and stuff like that perfect dude uh, good luck to you and good luck to everyone uh, you know who's uh, listening to you feel free to reach out to me if you guys have any queries i might uh, you know start doing some AMAs on my Instagram and I hope to take these questions there as well. So, thank you man. Thank you everybody. Welcome. And by the way, Abhinav's Instagram ID is abhinav.arora, right? Yeah. Arora with the Arora. Yeah, so I couldn't find the right handle for my yeah. exact name. But yeah. Okay, so I will is. also mention it down in the description of the podcast. Awesome. So, thank you Abhinav once again and I would love to listen from you again on your Instagram. and also please come live so it, our queries will be also solved over there perfect dude thank you so much thank you everybody cheers cuz we're gonna be legends